Welcome to the show about your kid's secret life, an inside peek at what today's kids are really doing online and with technology. Each week, you'll hear the latest trends and get tips to keep them safe while keeping your sanity. So here are your hosts, cybersecurity experts, best-selling authors, and parents of four teens, Lisa and Chris Good. Hey everyone, welcome to the show that lets you see behind the curtain of what today's kids are doing with technology. I'm your host, Lisa Good. Well, another week, another social media challenge. You know, it's been a few weeks since a new one has come out, so I guess we're due. Of course, it's on TikTok, and it's called the Basketball Beer Challenge. Now here's how the challenge goes, in case you haven't guessed yet. You hold a basketball in your hands, with, and you put a can or a bottle of beer on top. You then bounce the ball, and as soon as you let go of the ball, you have to catch the beer and chug it. What could possibly go wrong, right? I'm sure you've guessed it. Cans and glass bottles as projectiles can be unruly and dangerous. Several kids and adults have been injured in this challenge. I guess it doesn't help that there's also a TikTok video of Brad Paisley, the country music star Brad Paisley, doing this challenge. And of course, he makes it look like a walk in the park. Like it is so easy. Now, I'm not dissing on Brad Paisley, but there's no telling how many takes it took or what editing his video crew had to do to get it to look so perfect. I've seen the videos of normal humans doing this, including a young lady who lost two teeth when the can smacked her in the face. Please tell your kids not to try this. And if you have drinking age kids, like I have a son that'll be 21 in just a couple of weeks, Make sure to tell them if they're going to participate in the craziness, at least use a can and not a glass bottle for Pete's sake. This next challenge has been out for a while, but it looks like with kids coming out of quarantine, it's making a comeback. I'll just give you a heads up. It's called the Kiki Challenge and is inspired by one of Drake's songs, In My Feelings. Back in 2018, when this challenge was new, it went global and viral and caused arrests, fines, and lots and lots of injuries. So that sounds pretty serious, right? Well, considering that you basically jump out of your moving vehicle and start dancing on the road, yeah, you heard that right. And if you're rolling your eyes right now or smacking your hand on your forehead, Believe me, I'm with you. I've seen videos of this just last week of kids jumping out of a moving car. I could not believe my eyes. Some of these kids are jumping out of the passenger side with the door left open and the driver videoing. And are you ready for this? I've also seen the drivers jump out, leave the door open, and the cars just cruising down the street while the passengers videoing the driver dancing. Maybe keeping kids locked up and stuck to a screen for a few months wasn't such a great idea. Now, when this challenge first circulated, kids and young adults were run over by cars, they would trip on potholes, some had their cars smash into another car, and there were even a few that were robbed while performing this crazy challenge. I hope we don't have a repeat of those and I certainly hope that the resurgence of this challenge is short-lived, and I mean very short-lived. If you have kids that are of a driving age and on social media, 
You should be alert and start the conversation about this one now, because it's better to be safe than sorry. Well, now that we've talked about the crazy and dangerous challenges, I want to tell you about a few that are safe and funny. I know we always seem to focus on the dangerous, but there is a, sun, a funny side to social media too. The first one is called Flip the Switch. This challenge involves two people standing in front of a mirror while Drake's song nonstop is playing. One person stands close to the mirror recording with their phone and the other person dances in the background until the lyric, look, I just flipped a switch plays, which cues the participants to turn the lights off and then back on only to reveal that the two have swapped outfits and positions. Now, the majority of these videos are just plain funny and show people of all walks of life just having fun during this crazy time. The second funny challenge is called the Bin Challenge. It started in Australia as a way to lighten up after their lockdown because everyone was so isolated, but now it's gone global and it's where people are dressing up to take their trash out. That's why it's called the Bin Challenge, you know, the trash bin. And when I say dressing up, I mean in some fun and really funny costumes. There have been superheroes, Disney characters, and my favorite video is, is, is of someone dressed up as a dinosaur from Jurassic World. And then they juggle, which is hysterical. It's just funny, light humor. All right, I wanna give you an update on that crazy contest I talked to you about last week. You know, the one called Finger on the App. I did not participate in this, neither did any of my kids, but I have checked in to see the progress and to really find out who won. Because isn't that what we all really want to know anyway? Like who really kept their finger on the phone the longest and did they really get $25,000? Here's the scoop coming at you on Friday, July 3rd. The game started with over a million people playing. That's a lot of people with a finger on a phone. And about 24 hours after the start of the game, there were only about 80 people left. Crazy! I've heard rumors that there was an update done around the 20 hour mark to random users and it kicked them out of the app, causing them to lose. Of course, Mr. Beast has issued on his Twitter that, you know, no, we didn't do that. We, we would never do that to anyone, of course. So right now, as of Friday, there were five people left on this insane prank. Now, here's the funny part to me as a techie. Mr. Beast is now offering these guys money to take their finger off the app. Yes, I'm serious. There were nine people left and he offered all of them, all nine people, $5,000 if they would just take their finger off the app. Three of them took him up on it. And then a few hours later, he offered the final six people on $8,500 to lose, to actually just say, okay, it's been a couple of days. I would like to go to bed and have a shower. Well, one of them texted him and said, are you ready? I'm gonna read you what this kid said. Mr. Beast, I'm still in with two extra lives. So I'm in good shape to be the last one standing, but I'm hurting. I feel I have a big advantage over the other players with my two lives. My offer is 12K and I drop out now. Well, Mr. Beast replied with 10K and you have a deal. Now, player five, as he was called, he replied with done. 
Mr. Beast replied with, really? Congrats, I'll send the 10K tomorrow. Then he called another player on the phone and offered him $10,000 to take his finger off the app and he took it. As of Friday morning, it was down to four players, just four. Now I gotta give it to Mr. Beast. Giving money to these guys to quit, especially after going like three days with no sleep, that's that's pretty good. And $10,000 is a lot of money, especially since the, the kids participating in this are range in age between 18 and 26. And all of these guys are gamers and they're trying to bust into the pro scene. So is the game still going? Has anyone won? Well, around noon central time, Mr. Beast officially called the game on his Twitter account. And he gave each one of the four players left $20,000 each. Wow. I'm sure the two players that dropped out earlier Friday morning and took the 10,000 are not too happy with themselves right now. But they really should be because this stunt has upped their followers on all their social media accounts, which I'm sure will give them a boost. But what about what they're doing to their bodies? Yeah, I mean, like, how do you stay awake for three days? Let's just say I did some digging on some forums and some of these guys are drinking energy drinks and some were drinking energy drinks and taking drugs to keep themselves going. Now, this is where the parent in me says, really? Did Mr. Beast not know what these kids were going to have to do or what these kids would try to do to win this game? <sighs> really? So what did Mr. Beast gain from this? Massive publicity for free. He would have had to spend thousands of dollars to get the publicity he got from this stunt. He was in Forbes, the Wall Street Journal, and every gaming website magazine ran articles about him. He's, he was all over the news. And he dominated the App Store for two days as the number one downloaded app. The real thing that he got that I'm sure he was really looking for is the amount of followers he just gained on his social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Now, you really don't think he just did this for fun or to give away money, right? So let me give you a glimpse into the inner workings of this 20-year-old social media star whose net worth is estimated to be around $18 million. The majority of his money comes from brand deals he gets based on the number of followers and views he has on his various social media platforms, as well as how many of your kids click on the links and buy the stuff he hawks in his videos. Yes, I give it to him. He's done some amazing charity work, tipping waitresses and servers, giving money to young, poor, broke, aspiring gamers, all of this out of his own pockets, or at least it's how it's portrayed. But the really big stuff that he's known for, like the Planting 22 Million Trees initiative, while that is awesome and that was a great thing to do, in reality, that was all supported by tech entrepreneurs like Elon Musk and the CEO of Twitter. So not so much money out of his pocket, and by the time you count the publicity and brand sponsors he actually picked up from that, he made way more than the $200,000 that he gave. And the cool cars he's given away, well, those were donated to him to give away for the publicity. 
All the pranks and stunts he does, well, those are all geared towards getting more brand exposure so that more brands will work with him. You see, the one thing about being a social media or YouTube star is that you constantly have to be hustling for the next big thing. That's what advertisers are after. This 20-year-old may seem like he has it all, but behind the scenes, he has a crew of employees that help make it look easy. And he spends a lot of time putting into those viral stunts and putting that together. And I'm gonna be honest, most of the stunts that he does and your kids watch aren't 100% authentic. Now one of his stunts, counting to 100,000, took over 40 hours to complete. And then he condensed the video down to 24 hours, edited it, and marketed the video like it was all done in 24 hours. There's not much market for honesty in a social media influencer, and that's the reality. What these kids do online and what your kids see isn't the real truth or the real life. They're only seeing what's presented to them. If you have kids at home, especially boys, and they want to be gamers or social media influencers, this is what you should be talking to them about. This. They should know that what they see isn't the whole story. This kid isn't just sitting around making funny videos. He's putting in a lot of work and he's signing contracts with companies saying he'll do outrageous stunts to up their brand awareness and drive his followers, which are your kids, to be consumers of their services and products. And while there's nothing illegal with any of those things, that is not how Mr. Beast is representing what he does or how he got rich and famous and how he stays relevant. You won't find many articles out there about that. You have to dig and you have to dig deep because if he shared the truth and the real secrets to his success, then your kids or some other kid could replicate his shenanigans and most likely one-up him, leaving him behind. That's the truth your kids need to know. In order to succeed in that sphere, the paid social media influencer, you have to be willing to be deceptive, but look like you're not. It's the new form of magic shows for our kids. You know, these guys have replaced the Penn and Tellers and David Copperfields. They are the new 21st century Houdinis. Well, hang tight, we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back with our next topic. Wouldn't it be great to stay up to date without being overwhelmed? It's possible and easy. Just sign up for our free cyber alert emails. We take the guesswork out of knowing what's going on with kids and technology. We provide the essentials that parents, grandparents, and adults working with children should know in today's digital world. Just visit yourkidssecretlife.com forward slash radio and sign up today. Welcome back. We are talking about how today's social media influencers are the magicians of our kids' time. So, while we're on the topic of magic, let's talk about the magical, weird world of social media influencers. I think as parents of digital kids today, you need to know the background of something your kids probably aspire to be. In case you may be saying, nah, not my kids, my kids are different. Um, maybe, maybe not. Especially since a study done last November with 13 to 38 year olds showed that 86% of them aspire to be social media influencers. It's taken the place of astronaut and even celebrity actor as the what I wanna be when I grow up position. 
And if you think your kids aren't following influencers, guess again. 76% of kids ages 13 to 16 say they're following social media influencers. And 78% of kids 17 to 21 say they're following social media influencers. That's a whole lot of influencing, especially on 13 and 14 year olds. Now, the basic definition of what a social media influencer does is this. They make regular posts about a specific topic, product, or brand on their preferred social media channels and generate large followings of enthusiastic, engaged people who pay close attention to their views and purchase the services or products they promote. Hence the name influencer. They get paid to design content to sell to your kids. While influencers can, and some do, make large sums of money, as parents, that's not really the most important piece of this. The flip side is what you need to pay attention to, and that's the direct influence these social media stars have on your kids' thinking, their decisions, their decision-making process, and the actions they may or may not take in their life. And here's the truth, your kids even your college-age kids blindly trust the influencers despite the fact that they are paid to promote certain brands and products, many of which the influencers don't use, have never used, and some have admitted they would never ever use, but they'll promote it to your kids. When you think about it, it's no wonder that influencers often promote some weird stuff, like miracle weight loss shakes when they're all skinny, apartments or vacations to exotic places that they've never been and probably wouldn't go, supplements, body enhancers, and many other things that aren't really great for younger kids. And let alone it, they start down the road of body image issues thanks to these influencers. Lest you think I'm being too harsh, 88% of kids ages 13 to 21 say they learned about products they're now interested in buying from an influencer on social media. 56% of those same kids say they've purchased at least 10 products after seeing a post from someone they follow. And 50% of them say that social media is the main place they learn about products to buy. And a whopping 81% of these kids say they have complete and utter trust in an influencer's product promotions. In fact, 52% of these kids trust social media influencers more than they trust their favorite celebrities and athletes like Michael Jordan or uh, Tom Cruise, which kind of seems crazy to me because they're doing the same shtick, the athlete, the celebrity, and the social media influencer. They're all getting paid to promote brands and services and products to your kids. Now, I encourage you to take a minute and think about that. The deception going on with social media influencers and kids today can't see through it. Now there is an upside to this survey, and that is 82% of kids ages 13 to 21 said that they trust their friends and family to give them good advice about the products they're interested in. Now granted, they didn't break that down into what percentage was friends and what percentage is family, but it's still great news for parents because guess what? That means our kids do trust our opinion, even though they may act like they don't. So I gotta ask you, are you taking advantage of that 
and talking with your kids about the stuff they see on social media? Do you know who they're following? You may want to find out and you may want to follow them too. And if you don't have a social media account, you may want to get one. Here's some insider dirt on the influencers industry. One, there are thousands of them and more pop up every single day. It seems like the ones who are willing to be the sextiest or the most vulnerable, even if neither of those things are real, those ones seem to do the best. And just like celebrities, influencers normally hire agents to help them land lucrative deals with brands. Five years ago, that wasn't the case, but now it's almost impossible to get a deal without an agent. If your kid wants to be an influencer or is an up and coming influencer and doesn't have an agent, well, they'll need to get one. But you have to have a good sized active following to get a decent agent. The key word in there is active. What's a kid to do? There's a lot of competition out there and they can't live on social media all day trying to create content to get followers because of course, they probably have other things they have to do like school and homework. And they probably have parents who say, no, you're not gonna live on social media, right? Have no fear. For kids that are really serious, they can hire a third party service to help them buy fake followers, likes, channel views, and reposts to fool the algorithms. Really, there are hundreds of these services available. In fact, your kids can pay a monthly fee and one of these vendors will provide a steady stream of interaction from prominent Instagrammers, making your kid look like a real player. Now these services also offer a bot follower program. Basically for an extra fee, they use a bot that will create a frenzy of activity on your kid's social media profiles through liking, commenting, and following others, and they guarantee that your kid's account will get followers in return. What this does is it lets you look bigger than you really are and attracts a better agent or bigger brands. This is the pay to play game that's just about the standard if you wanna make it as a social media influencer today. If that weren't enough, your kids also now have to compete with virtual social media influencers. Influencers that are just made up characters and not even real people. Sounds crazy, right? Don't think your kids would fall for that, right? Well, here's how much pool these fakes have with kids. The World Health Organization, WHO, used Knox Frost and Little Michaela, two fake, I mean virtual, Instagram influencers that over two million kids follow to post about the need to heed the stay-at-home orders and to wash their hands regularly. They used fake influencers to influence your kids. Little Michaela is one of the original virtual influencers created. The company that created her went two years waiting for people, including your kids, to figure out that she wasn't real. Like they were just waiting for someone to say, hey, she looks fake. But guess what? Nobody did. And so after two years of everybody thinking that this person, this animation was a real human, the company spilled the beans. Now, as a techie, to be honest, virtual influencers making use of artificial intelligence and bots, it doesn't seem too weird to me since this is the direction that technology is going and I've seen it coming for years. However, 
What is extremely weird is that people, particularly intelligent people, are blindly following these fake influencers' recommendations, especially now that they know these influencers are entirely fictional and they're being paid by the brands and they're created by an advertising agency. The entire goal here with these influencers is just to make money. That's it. That's the end game. Where does that leave your kids who want to grow up and be influencers or social media stars? Well, now that the virtuals have proved that you don't have to be a real person to amass a huge following or sell millions of dollars for brands, there's been a new shift taking place in the influencer game. The new economics of being an influencer is kind of just like acting, modeling, and the music industry. See, there's a tiny A-list of superstar influencers making millions. Um, You know, that'd be people like Tom Cruise, uh, Robert Downey Jr., you know, your A-list actors. For influencers, Kylie Jenner comes to mind. Then there's a somewhat larger B-list making a handsome living. So for actors, that would be like someone like Nicolas Cage or maybe some of the older actors that aren't prominent anymore. For influencers, that would be someone like a Mr. Beast that we talked about earlier or Ninja the Gamer. But the vast bulk of influencers would be better off getting an ordinary job because they'll be lucky to earn as much as someone working at McDonald's or Wendy's. No joke. In 2019, a German professor, a PhD, published a statistical analysis of YouTube channels, uploads and views over a decade. His results showed that 85% of traffic went to just 3% of the channels and that 96.5% of YouTubers wouldn't make enough money to reach the U.S. poverty line, which in 2019 was $12,490. Wow, I don't think that I want that for my kids. And I'm sure that you probably don't either. However, if your kids are attracted to the lure of being a social influencer with the promise of fame and fortune for just shooting videos, they should know it's more likely that they'll end up spending more money to try and make it rather than having a satisfying career. And if you have girls, I would recommend having them read the book by Brooke Aaron Duffy called, Not Getting Paid to Do What You Love. While I don't endorse everything she says, um, she's a PhD at Cornell and and some of the things she says a little over the top. However, her research on influencers and the reality of making it and the percentage of especially women and young girls that, that make it to a high status as an influencer This book is certainly a worthy read. Now, look, I know that parenting in today's digital world is challenging and difficult, but remember, we're all in this together. And with a little help, you can do this. So hang in there. Make sure you're following your kids on social media. And I'll talk to you next week. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Your Kid's Secret Life with Lisa and Chris Good. To submit your questions, sign up for our free cyber alert emails, or for information on today's show, please go to yourkidssecretlife.com forward slash radio. You can also connect with us on Facebook at Your Kid's Secret Life.